Hello, and welcome to Be The Light Now Radio on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm your host, Reverend Michael. It has been an amazing eight-year journey that we've been on together. In the last two years, I've been on hiatus, rediscovering myself, so I can continue to help you. Coming to you live from Costa Rica, it's been one heck of an adventure. We're bringing to you the best psychics, mediums, healers. You have questions, we have the answers. All is not lost. Don't give up hope. We're back, and we're here to help. Pick up the phone, give us a call. You have nothing to lose, and so much more to gain. So tell your friends about us, and tell your family to tune in. I've been on an amazing adventure about to bring you on it with me. Oh, good evening, everybody. It is Monday, November 21st, 2016, and yes, I'm live and back on the air. Bear with us. This is more or less like a little test episode um, coming to you all the way from Costa Rica. is that it's been one heck of a journey, and internet is not like it is back over in the States. Hopefully you can hear me nice and clearly. Um, that's why I am decided to do this rather quickly and just letting everyone know that we're going to be back on the air. Uh, I will have another co-host who will be joining us, uh, working out the details, going to be booking some guests to be on the show. This way here, if I do have internet issues and you can't hear me, and the co-host can go ahead and continue on until I can reconnect. Uh, unfortunately, being here in Costa Rica, the fastest internet speed is about six meg. So it's a little bit on the slow side. But uh, supposedly I can go ahead and get a faster internet connection. So we're going to be looking at doing that. But it is what it is, and at least we're able to, to go ahead and continue on. And like I said, for the longest time, you know, we have to learn to have faith. We have to learn to believe. And um, it's been a challenge for me. Uh, two years ago, as most of you know, uh, Louis passed away. We were together almost 18 years. And um, I needed to regroup and um, rediscover who I am. Since then, met somebody amazing. And um, we got married. I became a yoga instructor and decided to move to Costa Rica so we can open up a yoga retreat center. So that's what we're doing down here. It's, uh, if you've checked out the website, I'll post it in the chat room. Chat room's open, by the way. Back end, the blog talk radio changed. I was like, what the heck's going on here? So I guess uh, that's technology for you when it changes after two years. But if you go to Costa, C-O-S-T-A, Rica, R-I-C-A, dash retreat.com, that's one of the new websites. 
So, yes, I met somebody amazing. So I'm putting it into the chat room about the uh, retreat center. And we're looking for yoga uh, instructors, people who want to do work seminars, Tai Chi groups who want to get together, somebody who just wants to get away for a weekend, come over and do some meditations, you know, psychic gallery readings for a weekend, meditation sessions. It's all open. Check out the website, CostaRica-Retreat.com. Contact me. Say, hey, I want to bring a group of people there, even if it's just a quiet no technology weekend. You know, come on over. It's like, check out the website. We've got uh, observation areas. We have totally fenced in private yard, a view of the Poes volcano, which is a 45 minute drive away. We're at 4,700 feet up. Average yearly temperature mid 80s during the daytime and upper 50s, low 60s at night. And I think so far we're just getting out of winter and the coldest we've seen was 57 degrees. So it's not bad. Kind of like it. So the dogs are down here with us, cats too. That was a little bit of a journey, but so we, we have to have faith. And a lot of times we're like, well, I have faith. And then I'll get people that would ask me, it's like, well, you know, I have the faith, but but this and but that. And it's like, then you don't believe. Or people will be like, well, I believe, but and it works the other way around. So we have to learn to combine the two together. And that's what we've done here. You know, we kind of questioned, you know, why Costa Rica? Why now? No idea. Uh, still falling into place. We've started teaching some yoga classes. We have some daytime classes for a lot of uh, expats, as, as we're called here. A lot of uh, gringos and, and gringas. And we're doing some Spanish classes. Ed is teaching Spanish classes two nights a week. So he's learning to do Spanish. So, hablo un poco español and mi español limitado. So it's very limited for my Spanish, learning to speak it. So it's, I never thought I would ever do that, uh, especially at, at my age now. But it's uh, an enjoyable ride, and it's a wonderful journey. You know, a lot of you knew I had a place in Florida, and part of knowing that it's all part of the divine plan, whatever that has to be, is I no sooner went in, and I was going to do a yard sale, and I put up the sale sign up. figured, well... You know, I have some work to do here. Let me just start getting people in the neighborhood talking about, oh, Michael's selling the place. And, you know, maybe get some people that would be interested sometime down the road. And an hour later, a woman came over who was in the RV motorhome section. She said, can I look at the place? I said, sure. She's like, well, how much do you want? And so I told her. She's okay, I'll take it. That's why I still have a little bit of work to do. She said, that's okay. So much time do you need to get your stuff out? She goes, you know, you don't have to worry about fixing anything else up. I'll take it as is. I said, well, give me a couple of weeks and uh, and we'll get it all ready. She goes, okay, that's fine. I was like, that's really unusual to have something sell that quickly. So we're here in Costa Rica, vacationing, looking out for properties. We found an amazing place. And we had not told anybody that we were going to plan to move. It was 
going to be a you know, surprise. We're trying to get everything in order. And while we're here, the realtor went ahead and put the house up in Florida for sale. And we're like, you know, neighbors are texting us like, uh, what's happening? Why are you selling? Why didn't you tell us? Like, uh, uh-oh, we weren't supposed to know this yet. We're supposed to all get together and talk. This is on the weekend. So we've returned. And we says, well, okay, when do you want to show it? So he listed it online on Monday. Calls us up, says we have somebody interested in a the house. They come over on Tuesday. They were there maybe 20 minutes. It's like, well, I guess they're not interested. And the realtor's like, no, on the contrary, they're making an offer. So Wednesday, they made the offer for above asking price. Now, you know, we heard the market was improving. And even during the time where you know, so many people are out you know, looking to buy a house. It's really hard right off the bat to get somebody that's going to offer above asking. But they had lost houses before that they put in bids too late. And they said they weren't going to take a chance this time. So we looked at each other. It's like, okay, this has got to be divine timing. You know, mine sells right away. His sells right away for above asking on the very first offer. So... You know, we, we went ahead and planned everything, packed up the house, had everything put in a storage container, and um, brought it here to Costa Rica. So while it was being shipped here, the whole time going back and forth, I was going to school to become a yoga instructor. Yoga has been amazing to me. It's helped change my life in many ways. Started eating healthier. And in a short period of time, I lost about 25, 30 pounds, started having more energy, more stamina, feeling better about myself. And on August 23rd of last year, graduated from teacher training. That's also when I got married. And on September 3rd, I was actually here in Costa Rica. My dog, Lucky, with me. Got to fly in a plane. That was a little bit of an adventure in itself. And a week later, Ed came down with some friends of ours, with the cats, and his dog, Jack, who decided he wanted to go and say hello to the pilot. Ed's putting up his um, carry-on. Jack slipped away and ran into the cockpit to say hello. He wanted to see what was going on. And they all got a kick out of it. And it was interesting walking the dogs through the airports, and uh, especially here in Costa Rica because they're so big. You know, Lucky's about 80 pounds. But they all did well. We're all here. They love the yard and they love the neighbors. So and that leads me back to having faith and believing. You know, kept saying, well, not sure what is in store. Not sure why we're here, what's going to happen. But to go ahead and see everything falling into place so quickly for us. You know, hopefully we'll be able to help you to have that faith and have that hope and to combine the two together to make changes in your life. Another website that I've been putting together lately is to help you to eat healthier. There's been so much uh, with GMO foods, 
so many chemicals being used, so many rewording of chemicals where it's like, well, it's natural now. Now, chemicals are chemical. I don't care how they want to put a fancy name on it. So we have to get back to our original way of surviving, eating healthier foods, no more processed goods. You'll notice a difference in your life. Uh, Lately, I've been learning how to make alternative flour out of rice and garbanzo beans. And I have to tell you, it's pretty damn good. You really can't tell the difference. They bake about the same. Favorite thing that I've been making lately is black bean brownies. And they're made with rice flour or garbanzo bean flour. I like the rice flour better. just seems to hold them together. together. And had some chocolate chips and some cocoa powder and pretty damn good. Even the, the locals we brought them to for a party. And they were like, did you make these or buy these? I'm like, I made them. And they're like, wow, these are fantastic. I want the recipe. So they're up on the other website we have, which is natureisgodsgift.com. And you'll have all different types of recipes, do-it-yourself ideas. It's about reconnecting you with nature, uh, getting rid of the processed foods, making things yourself at home. You know, if you're not wanting to use milk, then make almond milk in a recipe, and it still came out the same. So I didn't notice any difference at all in the recipe. So there are healthier alternatives out there than buying the prepackaged stuff, especially with government regulations being so lax on how to word things as organic or natural or you know where the product is coming from. So take your own health and your own cooking into your own hands and learn to make things on your own. And instead of going ahead and being like, oh, I wonder if this works, wonder if that works, I try all the recipes and put them up on a website. And it's like, you know, I made today, I made some uh, rice flour pancakes for breakfast. And he's like, oh, these are pretty good. Did you put them on a website yet? I said, no, not yet. So we're going to be doing a lot of things. And one of them is getting the show back up on the air. I already have some people who are wanting to be guests with us. Have a co-host that's lined up, so hopefully everybody can hear me clearly. I have to get used to my on-air speaking voice again. It's uh, hard to believe it's been two years since the last time I've done a show. And I look back at the archives, and it was eight years ago that we started uh, doing shows. So we've helped a lot of people along the way. And when I contemplated some things, and people like, oh, when can you start your show again? And I'm like, did I really help? And quite a few people private messaged me and said, yes, that I helped them out a lot. Uh, reconnecting with people who have listened to the shows, who for one reason or another gave up hope, stopped believing, and figured the easiest way to handle everything was to try to commit suicide. And a few people were listening into the shows and listening to what I was talking about and snapped out of what they were in, have some help, and realized, you know, life is too short, and we have to learn to have that faith and to believe, and then to see that things do improve. So they contact me every once in a while and thank me for doing the shows and how it helped save their lives. They've gone ahead and a few of them have completed college, 
are working at, uh, one person in particular is working as a counselor to go ahead and uh, help other troubled youths. And I've had the messages where, you know, people just need someone to talk to. And they said that I have such a great voice, they love hearing it, and it's very calming for them. So, hello, Gabby. It's nice to see you in the chat room. Yes, I know. I'm going to be going back to Florida in early December. Uh, I've got to go there for a couple of days. Um, don't have my residency yet. I should be getting that hopefully next week. But Costa Rica is kind of interesting. Uh, and being, you know, I'm an immigrant here, you know, you learn about how the process goes. And, you know, I have all, all my paperwork in for the residency. Thank God we had a lawyer to do it. It's so much easier, especially with the language barriers. The lawyers go ahead, they go for all the meetings, they go for all the hearings, they make sure all the paperwork is in order. And um, you get, once the paperwork's filed, you get a temporary residency. And, you know, my United States driver's license is valid, but the law is a little strange. Uh, If you want to stay driving, you have to leave every 90 days. If you don't want to drive, and a lot of people take public transportation, which is phenomenal in this country, then I wouldn't have to. But being that I like having my car here and I like driving, then I have to leave every 90 days. So it's been uh, an amazing journey going back every three months. And some of you have been following me on Facebook. And you know that uh, six months ago, my dad and I reconnected. And I detoured from one of my trips and went to Texas, and we reconnected. And he got some things off his chest. I got some things off of mine. And one thing he said was, wow, I didn't realize I said that. And I said, well, you did, and it hurt me. And he goes, well, I don't remember ever saying that. He goes, and if I really did, he goes, and I'm sorry for that. Because that was something stupid that should never have happened. He goes, and we wasted all this time. I said, well, that's the past. This is now. So we talked for a while, and he says, well, I'll probably never see you again. And I'm like, where are you going? I said, you're too damn ornery to go anyplace. They're not ready for you yet. And he goes, no, but I'm tired. And he was ready to go. He had uh, breathing issues. He had uh, quintuple bypass. He had a defibrillator pacemaker. Lots of different health issues going on, so... I said, nah, you're not going to go anywhere. And almost three months later, when I was planning my trip back to Florida, they said, you're going to have to detour. And I'm like, okay, you know, what's going on? And heard from the doctor. I said, well, I'm going to be there on day. I fly into Florida Tuesday. And they're like, he won't make it. So this is on a Friday. Saturday, uh, made all the reservations. And everything happens, like I said, for a reason. When you have faith and you truly believe, then things work out for a reason for you. And, you know, I'm always learning the lessons. So I called up JetBlue. I said, I need to detour and I need to change my flight to be earlier. And like, okay, not a problem. We'll waive the, the transfer fee. But there's a $675 price difference. You've got to be kidding me. That's my whole trip cost me less than that round trip. I'm like, well, that's just the way that it is. I don't think so. 
So I called up Southwest, and I got a direct flight for under $400 to go from uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, to Houston, Texas, and from Houston, Texas, up to Dallas, all in one day. So flew there on a Sunday, drove the two hours to get to where he was at uh, in a, a hospital. He was already unconscious and had oxygen on him. We'd already turned uh, the pacemaker off so it wouldn't kickstart anything. And got there on a Sunday, went and saw him, and he was a little fidgety, a little agitated, so he knew that I was there, and I told him it was okay. I told you I'd be back. So I stayed about five minutes down the road at a hotel because my brother lived an hour away. So I said, well, you go do what you have to do. I'm going to do what I have to do, and I'll be here first thing in the morning. So I got there at 7 in the morning, and I'm talking to the nurses and telling them, you know, no, we want comfort care only. You know, no reason to give him antibiotics, no reason to do a lot of the other treatments. Do the breathing treatment so he can breathe and do the oxygen, but I don't want him feeling any pain. So they came in and did a breathing treatment on him. And while they were doing that, he's up on the, I think, fourth floor, fifth floor, somewhere around there. And the white dove came flying right up to the window and stopped for like a second and flew off. And I was like, okay, my dad doesn't have much longer. And I'm sitting there. They finished the treatment. The nurse goes, well, I'll go call the doctor. I said, okay. So a few minutes later, I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, crap. My dad just died. Someone got the nurse, and I said, I think my father just passed away. So they came in, and they put the hot monitor on him. And I said, no, but it is close. So I tried to get a hold of my brother and let him know that to get back to the hospital out of work as soon as he could. And not even five minutes later, it happened again. And I'm like, okay, I've got to talk to the nurse. And I went to the nurses and I said, well, can you put a monitor on him so I can know if he did pass away instead of me just sitting here wondering? I'm like, yeah, no problem. We'll come right in. So they came in right away. Respiratory therapist put the monitor on, nurse checked him out. And she said, well, I'll go let the doctor know. And I said, okay. So respiratory therapist is like, well, what did she tell you? I said, well, she's going to let the doctor know. I said, I, I assumed it was to do comfort care. I said, but I have a feeling my dad passed away. And he looked at me and said, yes, I'm sorry. And he showed me the monitor. And I have to say, everything happens for a reason. Because if it had not been for JetBlue telling me 600 and something dollars to go ahead for the price difference, I would have flown on Sunday and I would have flown from Orlando to Dallas on Monday. And I would have missed my father dying. So it's very hard. It's a lot easier, put it this way to be with somebody when they're being born. But to be with somebody when they take their last breath is a very rare opportunity. I was there when my mother died, holding her hands when she took her last breath. I was there with Louis when he took his last breath and the monitor hit zero. And then I was there with my dad. So to be there with my parents 
when they took their last breath was a kind of a really strange, excuse me, situation. But it's one of those where, you know, if I, if it wanted to been for JetBlue, I would have missed it and I was supposed to be there. So that's why I said, no matter what happens in life, we have to learn to have that faith and to believe. Believe that everything is happening for a reason. Whatever the reason may be, you know, we have to stop questioning. We have to just say, okay, I'm going to go with the flow. What happens, happens. And I'm going to accept the outcome. You know, if two years ago, you would have told me, oh, you're going to be a yoga instructor and you're going to be moving to Costa Rica. And I'd have laughed. Yeah, okay, whatever. Though I did have some psychics tell me that they saw me moving. And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. You know, but uh, it's all with uh, going with the flow. And Julia, who was a member of the church, when she got to meet Ed, she told him, she told me uh, at one point in August, she said, asked me, she goes, who's Ray? I said, my dad's name is Ray. I said, she goes, who is he in spirit? I said, no, my dad's still alive. She says, well, who's Ed? I said, I've got a friend, Eddie, who passed away. She says, no, this is Ed who's alive. I said, no idea. You got me on that one. So she goes, well, Ray wants me to let you know that Ed is coming. He's bringing Ed to you. And I was like, well, Julia, Louie's still alive. She says, well, you and I both know that his time is close. And this was in August. And on October 13th, Louie passed away. And October 31st, Ed found me on a social networking site. And one thing we had in common was his partner's name was Ray. Ray had died in February of that same year. So at February, Ray died. August, he came through to the church, through Julia, to let me know that I would be meeting Ed. So, you know, there's a lot of holy craps and all of these things that have been going on in my life, but it's allowed me to realize I have to have that faith, keep on believing, because it's all divine timing. Everything happens for a reason. Why exactly are we here in Costa Rica? You got me. Could it be because what's going on in the United States with the politics and, and the craziness and chaos? I have no idea. All I keep saying is whatever the reason is, just keep opening up the doors for us so that we can be of service to others. And that's when, you know, I had asked, but I had been asked by a few people, well, when would you restart your show again? I'm like, eh, I don't know. I posted and a few other people messaged and said, yes, yes, you need to redo that. You've got to redo your shows. We miss you. And private messages of people telling me that I've given them hope and I've given them some inspiration to keep on going when times were rough in their lives. And I said, well, I don't know. So we have so much going on. But it's like, well, maybe the time is right. Maybe it is time for you to do it because you loved doing it because you were good at it because he listened into some of the shows before I went off the air. So we're back. And I know the you know, audio is a little shaky sometimes, but uh, 
you know, it's, uh, it is what it is, and we just have to keep on going. So we're here in Costa Rica. We're doing the retreat center, and it's been an amazing journey. Like I said, we've been up to the Poas Volcano. You can see it from our house. It is the second largest active crater in the world. So if it's going to blow its top, hopefully we're at a high enough elevation where we won't feel a damn thing. It's just going to go poof, gone. But it's not that active. Uh, it has two craters. One is filled with a lake with beautiful forest around it. And the other one is a little bit too acidic. So the rainfall, uh, the water in there is uh, too high of a level to have anything living in there. And nothing along the ridge is able to grow. It's just too acidic there. So what we see every once in a while is geysers coming up and the steam from the water that goes down into the crater. And we'll go ahead and get to see that coming up. So it technically makes it an active volcano. So it's kind of fun. And I think a lot of the electronics and issues we have up here is because we're so close. We're, uh, you know, halfway up the volcano. The crater is at like 8,000 feet. And we're at 4,700, so we're more than halfway up. And I think a lot of it has to do with the energies from the tectonic plates and the lava that's flowing underneath us. And, um, you know, Wi-Fi signals, kind of strange. I've got the router 10 feet away and router signal, wireless signal going to the computer sometimes. So like, nope, no signal. And I've changed. I bought routers from the U.S., brought them back here. It's like, nope, no signal. I'm like, this is crazy. Not even 10 feet away. So I've learned to work around it, plug everything in so it's hardwired in, and we have the internet. So but the phones act strange, and so I'm just like, well, you know, it is what it is. And that's why I said if anyone wants to come over and say, I need to get away from technology, get away from it all, it's like, hey, come on up here, you know, I'll just turn off the wireless routers and turn off the internet and don't have anything to worry about. Just stay out here, enjoy the beautiful views, the wonderful birds. We have parakeets, we have parrots. It's uh, the wildlife here is just so beautiful. And you know, we have some some insects, but it's just like any place else. You just deal with what it is. Nothing uh, too scary, too creepy. You know, I haven't seen any snakes here, so it's like that's fine. I don't really like snakes. They kind of really creep me out. Spiders, well, you get those every place, but. Um, I would not change any of it. And every day that I wake up and every day that I go to bed, I'm like, thank you, God, for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon me. And I keep asking, how can we be of service to others? And how can we help? Start talking to people about our journey. And they're like, wow, you're giving me some hope that things can turn out better for me. And that's what we're going to be doing with the radio show. We're going to be uh, coming back on the air regularly. How many times a week? I don't know yet. It's probably going to be two two nights a week. And Susie and Margaret actually want to restart the show again. So they're going to be doing at least once a week on here. So I have to talk with them. And uh, they're going to be restarting a show as well. And I've already have some guests who are saying, well, um, I'll, I'll get on the air with you. I'll help you out. I'll do your shows with you. So we're going to be starting to line that all up. And check out the websites. Like I said, I keep adding websites, and they all have their own purpose. Be the Light Chapel is still going on. 
that's why we still have Be the Light uh, Now Radio, is uh, the church has its purpose. Trying to figure that all out, but um, it is what it is, and we're listing, working on the directory to have ministers who are open-minded about spirituality and metaphysics and about um, same-sex marriage. They want to go ahead and get listed on our directory. Message me. Say, hey, list me. I just need your contact info. We'll go ahead and put it up there, and it'll be at bethelightchapel.com. So we'll have our ministry directory. We'll talk about spirituality more on there. I'll be doing some videos on there. Uh, probably once a week, I'll be doing like a sermon speaking type thing like we do with the radio. If I can get faster internet here, uh, then what I'll probably be doing is doing some Facebook live feeds while we're doing the radio broadcast here on Blog Talk. So you can get to see my beautiful, lovely, youthful looking face now uh, on video. Talking about weird things going on with technology, I've got uh, I've got a PayPal uh, credit card charger here. So if anyone wants to do anything while they're here uh, with renting a room, we could take uh, credit card payments. And the system just turned itself on and said rebooting and reconnecting. It's like, okay, I haven't even touched you. You're just sitting here. So but that's the way our technology and electronics works. It just comes and goes when it wants to and you know, just go with the flow and that's what I kind of like about it and spirits have been active a little bit but um, you know they, they have their own way of wanting to go ahead and come through and connect so but I have a feeling uh, I'm to help heal people help them through their issues talking with people and I think this is going to be a good time for us because uh, 7 o'clock central time I have to get a whole new use to all these new time changes because Costa Rica does not do daylight savings. So at the 7 o'clock would be when we were doing the shows before at 9 o'clock or even, you know, we can even push them up a little bit further. But uh, my day starts here at about 5.30 in the morning uh, because we now have six hens, three roosters, two of which we're trying to find a new home for. Uh, somebody who won't eat them. We just want them as pets. So, but they're laying eggs. They're the ones that hatched a year ago. That's a whole new story in itself, too. Is, is well, you know, maybe we should get some chickens. You know, I told God, I said, well, God, you know, God's spirit source. You want me to start raising some chickens? You know, just give me a sign because I'm not really sure because we've got, you know, I think at that time we had three crews of contractors working here to help renovate the property. And if you go to the website, CostaRica-Retreat.com, and you look at some of the, the photo galleries, you'll be like, wow, y'all have done a lot of work. So anyways, this neighbor comes over, and he brings us a rooster, beautiful uh, Americana rooster. And they're the ones that uh, come to find out were used for cockfights. And evidently, they still do that here in Costa Rica. It's illegal, but they still do it. So I was like, I said, well, thank you. Came over, he said, do you need a, mas- a mascot? He spoke Spanish and no English. So we pieced together and one of our neighbors was like, uh, like oh, he's giving it to you as a mascot, as a pet. I said, okay, well, thank you. I appreciate it. So I had the rooster in my hand and I look up at God. I said, God, I said, it's kind of funny. I said, I know where eggs come from and it's not from him. 
I said, but thank you anyway. So I said, I'm going to take that as a sign. So it's about all in due time. I said, you know, I got the rooster. So the following day, the neighbor comes back at the house, and he says, he needs a companion. And I look up, eyes roll up to the sky like, okay, God, I get it. So the guy wanted a couple of dollars for the hen. It's like, well, that's fine. Just going to lay eggs and get us some food. It's not a problem. So I said, all right, God, I got it. Uh, I'm supposed to start having some chickens. I said, okay. This one here is a little young to start laying eggs. So I didn't do the research. So we're waiting. and So I'll build rooster house and all in a couple of weeks. and We'll get to it. And I'm noticing she's hiding in the bushes in the front. And I'm like, oh, poor thing is tired of him trying to mount her all the time. And she's trying to hide. So one day it's like, okay, she's not even coming out to eat. So I open up the branches, look in the bushes and all, and she's hissing at me and was not happy. And I was like, okay. So we kept an eye out. We saw her coming out to eat, went in there and looked. There were 13 eggs in there. I was like, oh, she is old enough to go ahead and lay eggs. And evidently, I guess we're supposed to have a whole bunch of them. So we had no idea how old they were. I said, I'm not going to disturb them. Let her go ahead. She's trying to hatch them. Let her do it. So 11 of them hatched. I don't know how many females or males we had, but we ended up with um, um, three males, three roosters, and um, three hens is what we had left over out of 11. So we had a couple of, a couple of them vanished, disappeared. One of them we gave away to a neighbor who was going to keep it as a pet. So we have what we have now, and said, well, we may get some more. And all of a sudden, our housekeeper came by. She said, would you like two more? Said, okay, that's going to bring us up to six, which is like, you know, half a dozen eggs a day. Not bad, especially if we have guests. So that's why I said, you have to have faith, and you have to believe. And when you ask God, Spirit, say, give me a sign, don't laugh it off. Say, okay, I get it. Uh, not a problem. So I said, early in the morning, the roosters start crowing. Our neighbor has roosters on one side. Uh, on the other side, he's got a whole farm uh, with roosters. So our day starts about 5.30 in the morning. Contractor gets here about 6, and everything else gets started. And so we're, you know, by 5, 6 o'clock at night, we're like, okay, time to wind down. And for the longest time, by 6 o'clock at night, we were in bed. We were crashed. So, but uh, morning routine starts getting up, getting coffee, feeding the chickens, collecting eggs, feed the dogs, feed the cats, and just keep on working on the websites and working on a property. We've had many guests come over to visit. So if you are planning to come to Costa Rica and you're like, oh, I want to go see Michael in person. Well, you know what? We have rooms for rent. So we're on Airbnb, but we also have another website told you everything happens for a purpose everything has their own ways in here it's called Sir la luz s-e-r-l-a-l-u-z dot com that is spanish for be the light so we're on airbnb if you're on airbnb you can look for us at uh Sir la luz costa rica retreat up near grecia so you can find us that way it's g-r-e-c-i-a but we have rooms for rent. 
message me on Facebook as well. You know, my Facebook is still going, still 5,000 friends and followers on there. Message me and say, hey, we want to come down and visit you guys and stay. Stay for a couple of days, stay for a week. You know, we've had friends who have never been here before in Costa Rica, and they just loved it. They were here for a couple of days. One gentleman in particular, friend Jeff, he has a, a bed and breakfast in Tampa. And he came here for a couple of days with a friend, and then they went traveling over to Costa Rica, and he's like, I'm envious because you guys have a beautiful place, beautiful home. He was in Costa Rica. It's amazing. So we had another woman stay with us just recently. It was her first time here in Costa Rica as well. And um, one of our neighbors, who's uh, an expat, and I think they're all from Virginia, and um, she came down here for like four days, and she's traveling around Costa Rica. She gave us a phenomenal review. And she's looking forward to coming back down here. And she actually owns a fitness gym in Virginia. And she's going to see about bringing a group of people down just to relax and maybe do some yoga. So it's been interesting. It's been wonderful. We've been meeting some people. We will be glad when the contractors are no longer having to be here to help renovate. Um, so we can focus on yoga, focus on videos, focus on retreats. So when we do not have a retreat going on, the rooms are available for rent. So you can come over and spend a couple of days here. We're a 45-minute drive away from the airport, about an hour, a little over an hour drive from downtown San Jose, where is some amazing things going on. And if you're wanting to get away for Christmas, saying it's too cold, and come on down. You know, we're heading into our summer. So come Christmas time, it should be beautiful weather. They have a phenomenal light parade that goes on where millions of people are in San Jose to go ahead and, and check it out. We may try to get there this year. It's on TV as well. But they have uh, many different parades. All the little towns have their festivities and parades going on. So it's going to be a good time of the year to come to Costa Rica. Check us out. And like I said, you know, rambling, talking, letting you know what I've been going through, what's changed in my life hopefully to give you a little bit more hope and inspiration. And we'll be doing more with the shows of actually taking callers and giving you some advice, giving you some help, answering your questions. Yes, I'm going to be doing some readings as well. So we'll be doing some card readings. I'll pull a card for people every once in a while. Go ahead and take the callers too. And, uh, you know, if you're a psychic medium on here and or you know somebody say, hey, you got to check out Michael and go back on his show. So lots of good things are coming in store for you. And like I said, all the websites have their own individual identities and personalities, if you want to call it that. So the Costa Rica retreat is for the retreats for people to bring groups here. Then the Ser La Luz and Airbnb is for renting the rooms. And nature is God's gift to give you some healthy alternatives to packaged foods, making things from scratch that's not going to take you forever to do it. Real simple, real easy, because trust me, if it's going to take too long to make it from scratch, I'm going to be like, I don't think so. I got too much going on to, to spend an hour to go do something. But all the recipes that we put on there are real quick, real simple. Even a recipe on how to make the flan from scratch ever. friend of ours, Louis, he may be listening in. He's in San Jose. He comes over and helps us out, and he speaks English. 
been helping us with Spanish lessons and doing work around here, um, helping us find places around, and he's been teaching us how to cook Costa Rican style. So yes, they have prepackaged flan where you can just throw some eggs and some milk in it and do that, which you have to do. But he makes it all from scratch with the condensed milk, evaporated milk, some eggs, and that's about it. That's a basic recipe. So, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I can have the whole thing of flan all for myself for one meal. So, but we're learning how to cook like they used to do uh, back in the day of everything natural and from scratch. Except I'm taking things a little further instead of using flour, which most things here in Costa Rica are more or less on the organic side. They don't like using a lot of chemicals and a lot of pesticides for things. So, but not sure exactly where the flour and all comes from and haven't really been a big fan on flour. So we're doing it with uh, making my own rice flour. And it's really easy. Soak the rice in some water, dry it out a little bit, pulverize it in a high-powered uh, blender. We have a Vitamix, and we also have a neutral bullet. Do those, sift it, get yourself some rice flour. So it's uh, really easy. Same thing with using garbanzo, garbanzo beans to make flour. So check out the websites. Check us out on Facebook. Follow us here on Blog Talk Radio uh, so you'll get reminders when we're doing the shows. I'm going to try to schedule them as often as I can, a couple of times a week. Mm, unfortunately, won't be doing them five days a week like I had been doing. Um, lots of other things going on, but at least twice a week I can do them, once during the week and maybe one weekend at night. Go ahead and help you out. Give you that hope and inspiration you've been looking for. That's why you're tuning in right now and you're listening. So I have to figure out the rest of the switchboard, how to go ahead and do things on Blog Talk Radio because it kind of changed everything in the back end. We have um, lo-fi connections, hi-fi connections, Skype you can call in, so many different ways. And Ed was like, when are you doing a show? I said, tonight at 7. He goes, oh, that's quick. I said, uh, and, you know, no reason to put it off. I have a good internet connection. Going to go ahead and get that taken care of and um, get the shows restarted. So I made the intro today. I'm going to make some other intros. And if you want to help us stay on the air and you have a website, you want to be like, hey, I want to be a sponsor of the shows and keep everything going because we do have a paid account here on Block Talk Radio. So it's going to cost us money for that. Uh, trying to get the better internet connection. So, but either way, if you want to be announced, say, hey, you know, so-and-so is a sponsor, check them out. Contact me. I'm going to put the information up maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow on the different packages we will have available. Because like I said, we have the Costa Rica Retreat, Nature is God's Gift, Be the Light Chapel, my own other personal websites that are going on too. So we had about five websites that we can list you on plus the Facebook pages that relate to it and the Twitter accounts. So lots of advertising opportunity for you, and especially now that we're going to be redoing the shows. So, you know, contact me. Real easy, real affordable. So lots of different changes going to be taking place with the shows. But uh, we're going to be back for you. You know, I, I listened and I talked to Spirit. I said, well, let me know what's up. For It's like, it's about damn time you start helping people and you start reconnecting with us 
start giving people the hope that they need and the inspiration and and the spirits on the other side are saying, we want to come through. We want to talk. So I'm going to let them come through and start talking. It's always nice when they do. I like, uh, like hearing from spirits when they do that. They give me the hope and inspiration uh, to, to realize. And I do know what it's like on the other side. I visited there many times as a guest. No near-death experience for me. It's just going there and visiting. Uh, beautiful, full of love, full of compassion. You know, and some of you have asked me, it's like, well, has Louis ever come through to you? It's like, yeah, he, he did once. And I saw him clear as day. And I was aware of the dream because I'm looking at him and I'm he's sitting like on the sofa of the house we had. And I'm like, this can't be real. You're dead. And he's laughing and he said, no, I'm not dead. I'm just sleeping right now. I'm kind of tired. I said, no, no, I, I know you're dead. I, I, I saw you. You flatlined. There was no nothing. And he's just laughing. He goes, oh, just go take a nap. You're tired. So I went to go touch him, and he vanished. I was like, holy crap, what the heck? And then the next thing I know, I'm in this big room, and there's all these people walking down the hallway, and you can feel the love radiating from them. And they're all just walking, and at the end of the room, the end of the hallway, or tunnel, if you want to call it that, there was a bright light. And they're all walking there, and you can feel the love. And, you know, nobody was afraid. And I saw this beautiful angelic being, blonde hair, um, wearing all white, and she's, like, floating up. And she's helping spirits. And this one spirit... Um, his name was John. He had brown hair, brown eyes, curly, and he was wearing a black polo shirt and, and blue jeans. And he was asking her, he goes, well, what happened? And she's like, well, you know, you died. You're here now. And we're here to help you. And you can just you go in. And she was pointing to, to go follow everybody else over there. And saw his, some departed family members came to meet him to help him with the journey there. And she looks over at me and she goes, oh, you're back. I'm like, okay, so evidently I've talked with her before. And I said, yeah, so I just saw Louie and I know he's dead. But when I went to touch him, he vanished like you do. And just then I went to touch her and went to touch the arm and the arm vanished, but the rest of their body stayed there. And they started laughing. It's like, you know better. It's like, you know, he's okay. He was just telling you that. And I said, but, uh, because we've had this conversation before. You know, he's okay. I said, okay, I'm just going to leave it as it it is. And, you know, and I just watched as so many people were just walking and just radiating the love. So, yes, he did come to me. He told me that he was okay. And that gave me some, um, some peace to know. And, um, you know, it's always nice when the spirits do come through to you. So listen to everything that's going on around you. Listen to the birds. Listen to the wind. Listen to the voices. You know, we all have that inner voice in our heads, and a lot of times we're like, oh, what the heck is it saying? It's not making any sense. And sometimes you can swear you heard your name being called, and you look around, and there's nobody around. 
that's when you know you don't have to be afraid, but just say, okay, hello, wherever you are. Listen for other words. Listen for feelings. Close your eyes. And even breathing through your nose, smelling what's around you. Because they will use all of your senses to come through. You know, you hear your name and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm smelling this perfume that my mother wore or that my ex and my husband who died or my wife who died or this person died. Or if they liked baking, it's like, oh, why am I smelling this food that so-and-so used to make? That's them coming through to you. They're letting you know that they're okay. They're just wanting to let you know that it's okay to, to go on with your lives. It's okay to move forward. You know, they're helping us in this reality. And I actually did a reading for somebody one time, and it, it, it kind of freaked me out, was I'm looking and I'm seeing the spirit that's communicating with us. And the person that I'm doing the reading for, I actually saw on the side of spirit whispering in the air, for like a split second of saying, try this. And I'm like, holy crap, what did I just see? So when I asked my guides, I said, what was it that I saw? They're like, well, you're more open and more aware. And I said, well, that's the person that was here. And they're like, well, at this point in time, yes. Because you see, in the spirit world, there is no beginning of time, no ending of time. There just is. We're linear. We have a beginning time. We have an end time. But we live many different lifetimes. So being that we're in spirit and there is no beginning and no ending of time, it all is one. Well, our spirit is there at the same time we're here. The only difference is our consciousness is totally aware of this time and space. That's why we don't know what's going on on the other side. That's why some people who do past life regressions and, you know, you get these flashbacks. You're living all of these different lifetimes at once. So your consciousness of right now is aware of right now. Your consciousness of being in 1800s is aware of being in the 1800s. Your consciousness of being around in, you know, 3,000, 4,000 years from now, that's experiencing its time at that time. Because your spirit can communicate with every single one of those time frames. Because there is no time in, in that dimension. It's just here. It's kind of a interesting concept. But, you know, we're always trying to help ourselves grow and to develop. And that's one way we can do that is by reconnecting with source, reconnecting with spirit. And being able to, um, to understand what's going on. So I want to thank everybody. I know uh, we had it for like an hour and a half, but we're going to... Go ahead and wrap it up so I can check out the audio, see how Thank you, my dear, for staying in the chat room and telling me that I sounded wonderful and for giving me some feedback on there. But uh, once I hear my voice and how I sound and how the connection is, then I can um, re- readjust because right now I'm using um, um, iPhone headset, uh, the earbuds and the little microphone on the cord. So I need to see if I need to bring out the big guns and the bigger microphone and see how that connection is. So don't forget, follow us here on Blog Talk Radio. It'll let you know when the next shows are. You can follow me on, on Facebook, uh, although I'm getting close to the 5,000 friend mark. It keeps coming and going. I guess when I say things, I get people mad. They unfriend me, and it's like, well, I wish them all the best. 
but it makes room for other people to want to go ahead and tune in. But you can still follow, and by following, you can still see the posts. So follow us there. Check out CostaRica-Retreat.com if you want to host an event here with us. Check us out on Airbnb. And if you're looking for some healthy recipes, check out NatureIsGodsGift.com. I'll also be posting some do-it-yourself things, how to make like fire logs, and how to recycle things, and uh, how to do some gardening, all of that to reconnect you with spirit, making natural insecticides, natural, healthier uh, improvements for your life, how to go ahead and if you have an upset stomach uh, using peppermint will help you with that. It works. You know, you have a cut. You can heal it with different uh, different things. So we're going to be posting a lot of the improvements for your health naturally, how to do some things your own at home, uh, making your own cleaning products. The piece I have on there now for some cleaning products are amazing. And, you know, years ago I'd been like, no, you got to buy the chemicals. You have to do it that way. It's like, no. You know, back in the day, they didn't have all these chemicals. They used, um, you know, baking soda and some vinegar to do some cleaning and a little bit of elbow grease, and it worked wonders. So it's time for us to get back to that because we're becoming immune to the to the, um, to the chemicals, and they're coming out with stronger chemicals, and it's even being put into the GMOs, into the foods. And you're wondering why people are so sick, why people are getting cancers, why autism, why all this other things that we haven't had that much of in the past. And it's because we've turned away from nature. So, you know, there's been some studies out there, some areas where people have cut back on doing the flu and like, wow, we have less flu this year. Why? Like, we've had less flu shots. I mean, they're giving you the live flu saying, well, here you go. Here's Russian roulette. Give you a flu shot, see whether you get one or not. A lot of people get sick with them, and there's, you know, complications on there. Healthier alternatives to getting, to getting sick, preventing allergies. If you suffer from allergies and your sinuses close up on you, instead of doing afrin and these chemicals to open them up, grab a jar of peppermint oil. Quality, quantity, uh, not quantity, quality of the essential oil matters. I tried some others that were cheaper brands. We are a doTERRA, doTERRA distributor. Even from here, we have an online website. Uh, I've got the links up on the websites to that. I've used other brands before, and I have some cheaper brands here. And when my sinuses bother me, I try that. And I'm like, okay, this helps. Went to the doTERRA. I was like, whoa, this opened up my sinuses a lot quicker. And, you know, I've taken a couple of uh, drops, put them under the nose to constantly inhale, especially when I'm going to bed. And I've used one drop of doTERRA peppermint oil underneath one nostril and that helped open me up while the others I was putting five or six drops so you know you spend a little bit more money but you get a higher quality and that's going to be a big difference especially if you're going to be using it for medicinal purposes now we don't prescribe we don't uh, diagnose but we do give you some um, alternatives to where these are things that I try and help out and it's helped me out a lot so until uh, next time, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that you're loved because uh, God loves you and I love you, and uh, we're back. Until later on, everybody, be good. <laughs>